ready, 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 What's up, bitches? It's DT. What's up, hoes? It's Letty. And welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast, guys. Episode 18, seeing as how it's Labor Day, we're calling this one Happy Labor Day. So we would like to wish all you hardworking motherfuckers a happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Letty, how are you? I'm doing pretty great. How are you, DT? I'm great, man. Ready to get this show going, guys. We have a long show ahead of us, but we got a lot of good shit here. I got school coming up. Officially started today. Hell yeah. Started my Applied Humanities 200 class. Kind of took this little freshman warm-up class they had, and man, I'll tell you, online school has changed since I, you know, first went to University of Phoenix. It looks hard, but I'm up for the challenge. Letty, have a, how was your weekend? My Any weekend's been pretty great. Hung out with Ruby. Uh, we went to Just Jump with a, a friend's daughter. and Yesterday we had a cookout, so it's been a pretty great weekend for me. Glad to be off for this third day in a row. Don't really know what to do. But <laughs> All right. I'm happy and I'm enjoying it. Hey, enjoy it. You've earned it for sure. Uh, guys football season is back in this motherfucker my favorite sports time of year i'm so excited for this season uh you know my team there's so many unknowns we have a new head coach and uh, actually uh, pretty much a whole new coaching staff minus one guy they kept and odell was his name great guy but man we have a new offense we're doing this year but man we have so many good players we actually don't play it tonight but we'll get into more of that but i'm excited for football season letty i know you're not a big football person but we're gonna get you there well i mean i get excited when i watch it i mean football is just so i just love the atmosphere and you know we this might be a thunderdome just for shits and giggles i like the nfl but I'm more of a college football oh, person. Yeah. Uh, I've had a debate a lot of the times. Oh, well, I think NFL is better. I think college is better. So that's one we might look into. But I've just always liked college better. I just feel like the atmosphere is better. The, the play on the field is, is just more hard because, you know, they're trying to make it to the oh, NFL. Oh, yeah, they're trying to make it to the big leagues. Yeah, and I had a friend of mine say, well, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think you know, I, he had some crazy-ass argument. But football season's here, guys. You know, let us know your favorite team. I'm kind of curious to see to the people that do listen to the show, if you are a football fan, let us know who you root for. I mean, we live in Tennessee – and I know a lot of people have called me a traitor because I love Florida State. But literally the first game I watched for them, I was 11 years old. And I literally just turned – I was just watching football, and they were the team that I watched. And they actually lost the game uh, that I originally saw. It was the championship game in 1992 against Damn. Notre Dame. I've been a football fan ever since, and I've just rooted. I don't know, Tennessee fans, I just think they're too wish-washy for me. Uh, you know, when they're winning, they're like, fuck yeah. When they're losing, it's like, oh, fuck them. Or, oh, yeah. Not saying all of them. There are some loyal ones, but let us know, guys, who you like. Uh, last thing we're going to talk about here, uh, we have a YouTube channel now, guys. Hell That's yeah. right. We're YouTube. official, bitches. I mean, I could throw out the link to it, but honestly, guys, just if you go search Ready, Say, Show podcast, it'll come up. I tried to do 
get us a custom URL like yeah. uh, you know re- YouTube Ready Set Show whatever and it's I don't know it's saying we're ineligible and it gives us this fucked up of it's a bunch of letters and shit in the web address and I'm like what the hell but again I'm new to kind of creating a channel yeah. and all that but guys we're excited and uh, I was telling Letty we're gonna eventually make an introduction video to where you know we kind of explain and break down how me and Letty met, how we came to do the show, break down the segments. And I'm surprised we haven't done that yet. That yeah. cracks me up. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to that, and we definitely can't wait to do that. And we want to do live podcasts or bring, at least bring video podcasts. Oh, yeah. That's something I've always wanted to do since I've been doing podcasts. But so that's kind of some stuff we got going on guys as always you know follow our other social media pages they will be in the show notes uh but definitely hit us up on that youtube man because we're excited if you like us subscribe if you don't that's cool too thank you for at least checking us out and if you do like us also share us man i mean you know hey sharing is caring sharing is caring Sharing is fucking caring, so <laughs> hit us up. But uh, Letty, who you shouting out this week? My shout outs, normal. My daughter, she pushes me to be the best person I can every day. Whether it's giving someone a thum- thumbs up instead of a bird, then at least I know it's a, I- I've made progress. DT, I gotta thank you for giving me the opportunity. You're an amazing co-host. You're badass at editing, even though you're learning as you go. You're damn right, I'm trying. really quickly, and you're doing a damn good job. Appreciate it. Friends and family, y'all, whoever listened to this, we love the support. Thank y'all for listening. And the listeners that we're not close with, we thank y'all too. We really appreciate y'all's support. If you like us, please like the YouTube. Share us with your friends. As long as you're here just to listen, just keep listening. Yeah. DT, who you shouting out? Uh, me, my beautiful family, they, God, man, they have really kept me, I say it every show, but they really do, man. They keep me, you know, stable mentally and just really push me to be my best. Uh, I gotta thank you, Letty. I appreciate that, that warm, uh, thing. I mean, I try, editing's a bitch, man, and I mean, I probably still fuck up, but it's fun to do. It's fun to just mess with. I enjoy doing it. Feels like we're a part of something. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you earned the opportunity, dude. I, uh, you know, you were always funny as hell. And I knew, I knew once it clicked, I said, I knew Letty was the one to do the show with. And we're going to tear it up. Thank you, man. We got to thank Drama Brian. She's behind the scenes, but she kills it, man. She really, she does. guys, on the YouTube channel, if you go check it out, she actually made a video a while back. Kind of the uh, little introduction video style for the Ready Sex Show podcast, and it is fucking cool as shit. It's like 21 seconds long. Definitely check it out. It's probably eventually going to be our, uh, you know, video intro. Yeah. So, but definitely check that out. And as always, if you got a small business, a big business, you know, you're wanting to grow, or let's just say you're a big business and you're getting charged the shitload by your, you know, provider, definitely go check out Drama Brian at socialpoint24.com. She has great packages, very cheap. We'll keep you up to date on everything, and I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. If you want to talk with her further, go check her out at socialpoint24mail at gmail.com. And as always, drama, we thank you very much. Kellen Keller, the man that inspired me to do the podcast, always got to shout him out. You guys who support the show, we can't do it without you, and we're very appreciative. All right, on same bullshit, different day, we got a lot to talk about, Larry. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> we're gonna, we're going to start it out. I've heard many names for this drug. China is actually where it originated from. Kind of has hit South Florida pretty hard. I wasn't. I was aware of this drug, but when I watch these videos on YouTube of this drug, Flocka, I think it's like three to five dollars. Comes in like a little crystally powder type yeah. deal. You can smoke it in a cigarette, snort it. I don't even know why the fucking pipe would want to do this because literally. Like, I thought I was watching demon possession oh, yeah. videos. That's like, crazy. I swear to God, I did. And it's crazy. Like, fucking pouring down rain. Some chick looked like she was out doing a motherfucking rain dance. And, I mean, it was just so crazy the way these people were acting. I mean, I've seen motherfuckers tripping out on meth, acid, just all kinds of drugs. But when I watch these videos, lady, it scared the shit out of me. I mean, have you seen this shit? I've heard of it. I've only seen a couple videos where they're literally like doing a back bend, but they're standing straight up and then they'll like raise up and start screaming. I've seen a couple videos like that or they'll be like a literal human lawn chair just pass the hell out in the middle of like a road or something. Yeah, that shit's pretty crazy. The way they do it, there's even some people who do it rectally. Why, why would you want to shove something in your ass just to get high? I don't know. They did ecstasy like that, too. I don't know. They say that you get 99% of the drug. They say you get pretty much the full effect of the drug when you put it up your ass. Fuck that shit. I don't know why you would, fuck you would want to <laughs> do that. And what makes this drug so dangerous, Letty, is that it's $5. Yeah. I mean... These people look like literally they were fucking mentally handicapped, mixed with demon possession. They were fucking talking, frantically talking to motherfuckers that wasn't there. Now, it's they labeled this drug, I've heard zombie drug, I've heard new generation bath salts. Kind of looks to me like modern age PCP mixed yeah. with like a fucking bad acid trip. I don't know, but... You know, I've seen a lot of drug epidemics. I've even been through a couple. This one right here, I pray to God they put a lid on it. Now, I've heard it has hit a few other states. Drug is bad and only five bucks, dude. That's I mean, you're going to get some motherfucker like, oh, I got 20. And they do four times the original dose. They're going to die or they're going to end up hurting someone. They say, like, how powerful is Flocka? I got a Rolling Stone article on it. It's like bath salts flocka simulates the effects of cocaine and meth without the price tag. That's why the designer drug has become so popular among college-age students since it's 10 times more powerful than coke. Jesus. But the exhilaration caused by flocka is actually significantly more potent than one would feel from a naturally derived drug like cocaine, said Dr. Indra Simadataya Bolacatantes, <laughs> addiction medicine expert and founder, medical director for the Center for Network Therapy. The high is pretty high, and getting off takes longer, uh, several days even. Jesus. So they're asking why it's dangerous, because it's known to spike your body temperature to a hundred and fucking four degrees. Damn, that's like brain melting right there, getting close to it. If not higher, yeah. it says. An extremely high body temperature can have dire consequences. It can lead to kidney damage or kidney failure and even death. 
The synthetic drug can also elevate your blood pressure, which can cause a heart attack, stroke, aneurysm, or heart failure. I think the moral to this story, kids, is don't do Flocka. Yeah, don't do Flocka. Don't do any fucking drugs. And, and I don't get how these little backdoor fucking drugs... I don't, I don't even get how they get this popular. Oh, like, have you heard of a crocodile? Yeah, the one that melts your yeah, fucking... Yeah, melts your skin and turns... Basically, you lose all meat on your bone. I've watched a documentary on it, and it's basically a cheap, very cheap heroin. I mean, how is that fun to be high on? How do you go, hey man, let's go rot some flesh later. Uh, let's go to this party and fucking rot our right arm off. Like, how is that fucking fun? How is it fun to be running ass naked through the streets with the police tasing you and chasing Like, I, I don't get these people, man. I don't get it either. This fucking new age way of doing drugs and these people, like, I don't get how that's fun to be high on. Oh, Whatever yeah. happened to sitting back, smoking a joint, maybe drinking a beer here and there. You get, go eat everything in your cabinets yeah. <laughs> and then you go to fucking sleep yeah Hell, you might even get laid on the way there i don't know but these motherfuckers they just want to get mentally retarded and go run the fucking streets and run from the cops so they can go post it on fucking instagram i don't get it man i really don't maybe i'm old school i know you got the old school way of thinking oh man i, I don't i don't see the point in it me whenever it comes to something like that yeah i agree with you smoking a joint relaxing uh, last thing here some side effects <clears throat> And, and me and Letty say this, guys, because let's be realistic. It's eventually probably going to be around here. Take it from I'm a recovering addict. Letty's fucked around. The shit ain't fun. No. And, and I've never done anything hardcore like this, but Don't I'm telling either. you guys, avoid it at all costs. There's no fun about this. There's nothing cool about it. But people who use Flocka will at first feel euphoric, highly sociable, stimulated and more focused and have an increased sex drive but the anticipated high will wear off very quickly leaving users up to their flocka intake and the more someone abuses the designer drug she added the more they will begin to feel the negative side effects flocka users will experience what the national institute on drug abuse calls excited delirium a debated condition involving hallucinations, paranoia, increased strength, and hyperstimulation. Your heart will race, you will have panic attacks, your sex drive will plummet, and you will become depressed and suicidal. Suicidal is one that I've seen thrown around a lot on oh, this. Yeah. Like, actually had a guy kill himself. I mean, like, he, he was on the drug really bad, and his dad said he seemed fine. And then he just went to his house one day. He had called him, I think, talking something crazy. He went to check on him, and he passed oh, away. Shit. So, see, th there's nothing fun about this. No. See, people don't think about the, the long term uh, when you get high like this. Yeah, it's fun when you're getting fucking laid and having fun at a party, and everybody's, well, yeah, but I'm telling you, when you come down. When you come down, and you feel like killing yourself. Yeah, you're depressed. You, oh, yeah. you, you don't want it to end. And, guys, please, if you hear this. Like, this is the only drug I watch that fucking scared me and really hurt me to watch people go through this. It ain't nothing to fuck with. Lady, you got anything to add? If you see somebody do it, slap the shit out of them and tell them not to do it. Yeah, crazy, like, get this know? shit off the streets before it gets too bad. It ain't a joke. I mean, we can sit here and laugh and joke, whatever, but it ain't fucking funny. Like, this drug, when you see somebody on it, it's, it's heart-wrenching, man. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, moving on. Eminem dropped a new album, Letty. Kamikaze and, uh... Needless to say, the old Eminem is back. Hell yeah. 
and he didn't fuck around here. He went at Charlemagne the God, Joe Budden, Drake, mumble rappers, like had a hit list. Guys, go check out the song. It's actually one we'll talk about here later called Lucky You. I guess he kind of has a trap beat, and he shows, hey, look, anybody can do it, and him and Joyner Lucas, I'm talking about murder, this track, but he's showing people, like, hey, look, anybody can fucking do it. I heard Lucky You, I heard Kamikaze, I heard Fall. I think there might have been one more I heard, but I'm telling you, I was impressed, Letty. Now, everybody's kind of giving Eminem shit because Revival, a lot of people didn't like it. You gotta understand the mind of Eminem. I mean, this dude was partying hard and had three great albums, and then he kind of got clean yeah so there's transitions there eminem he's gonna switch it up he knows how the game is but and if you sat there and just got party track after party track you'd get bored of that too that's one thing about eminem that annoyed me is the talking about his ex-wife for fucking two or three albums and i've always liked eminem but that right there kind of started losing me i stopped listening to him because it was just like dude okay she's a bitch let's move on letty you got to check that album out oh i definitely will i'm excited yeah guys check Check it out. It's called Eminem Kamikaze. I wanted to read who all he kind of went at. I know Drake, uh, him and Dr. Dre produced this album. He pays homage to the Beastie Boys album, License to Ill. Collaborations with Joyner Luker, Jesse Reyes, Royce the 5'9", and Bon Iver's Justin Vernon. Now, Justin Vernon and Bon Iver, that's a band yeah. you need to check out. So let's see. The songs on the album, The Ringer greatest lucky you featuring joiner lucas paul which is a skit stepping stone not a light featuring royston nine kamikaze fall nice guy with jesse reyes good guy with jesse reyes and venom it says music from a motion picture so yeah this is a good album and it was actually a surprise album i think eminem man I, that's the eminem i like dude yeah I mean, he's a monster, dude. He just murders people. Oh, he does. I mean, I wouldn't go at him, oh, would you? hell no. You could not pay me enough to go after Eminem. I mean, that, that, there's a lot of people that kind of warn people about it. but uh, Like, you, you sure you want to end your career? <laughs> he'll do it for you. Yeah, and you know half the time he probably ain't even going 50%. No, he's probably not. Letty, there was a big Fortnite tournament. Letty has yet to... We, we're going to get Letty on Fortnite. She, she about to get some good, better internet. And we're going to get her on it. But, Letty, let me tell you something. This this right, tournament right here, I mean, dude, they, they show a lot of love for not only just the players from me to, like, big-name players, the community. I mean, yeah, there's toxic people, but this to- this gaming community isn't as toxic as some I've seen. So, basically, it was the PAX West tournament. Let's see, the format, if you get a victory royale, it was three points. Second and third place was two points. Fourth to tenth place was one point. If you get three to four eliminations, it was one point. Five to six eliminations, two points. And then if you get seven or more, it was three. So it was a cool format. Now, let me just break down to you. This is first, okay, first place, you get $225,000. Damn. All right, now... They did four rounds, four different days, right? Yeah. I mean, like me or you could have went and signed up. On the third day, if you won, you get an extra twenty-five grand. Damn. Yeah. Second place, hundred eighty thousand. Third place, hundred thirty-five. Fourth place, hundred twenty thousand. Fifth, hundred five thousand. Six. You get the point. Yeah. A lot of fucking money. That's a money. lot of money. Okay, well, let's say you're twenty-first to a hundred, you get five thousand dollars. Damn. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. Jeez, so at least 
even if you think you did shitty, you're still going to walk away with some money. Yeah, I think the, what was it, the overall do, what was it, 1.5 million? may have been more than that. Yeah, they had four stages. Pretty much you just showed up with an ID. You had to be 16 or older. Yeah, dude, if you, you could bring your own controller and everything, but kind of just wanted to go over the standings. Now, there's only a few of these dudes that I actually have heard of me personally yeah. but you got twitch tyler's actually took first place face tempo took second when i last seen that guy he wasn't even he was like fucking way down there Damn. so to climb from second tempo vape jesus coming third <laughs> my boy not tifu who constantly gets shit on but keeps winning got fourth and c9 chris got fifth uh, some other ones I heard. Hysteria got seventh. Liquid Chap ninth. Phase J Mock tenth. So, do you see the money involved oh, with yeah. this game? I mean, they threw. Uh, it's a summer skirmish, is the big tournaments. The money that these guys throw at their tournaments and players, it's insane. Oh, yeah. It is insane how much money they shell out for this game. 100 million is what they're throwing to esports. 100 Yay. fucking million. Hell, they make 300 million a month. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. All right, but guys, that's going to round out same bullshit, different day. Letty had a long week. I kind of had to fill her in on a lot of that stuff, but that's just a few things that were kind of popping. The popping. Yeah, if there's anything that we maybe missed that's popular, let us know, guys. We're open to whatever. All right, guys, on Ready, Set, Vape, usually we do reviews and we talk juices, but this, this is a little more serious, and we'll probably start including this, kind of throwing it in here and there, uh, every Ready, Set, Vape we do. But we got the CSAA Tennessee. This is kind of these laws that they're trying to really just shit on vaping. The Consumer Advocates for Smoke-Free Alternatives Association, and... I'm going to throw a website in here, guys. Please go sign up for it. Show your support. But basically, they're trying to really throw a lot of laws around that is just pretty much... I mean, think about it. If if you sell vape products or, you know, you're in that type of business, I mean, dude, it's just going to make it to where it's going to be so expensive to vape. I mean, they probably be half half the people that vape will probably stop. Yeah, because it's not going to be worth it anymore. I mean, I know. I probably, I, I hate to say it because I love vaping, and I, I really have. You know, I mean, occasionally I might hit a cigarette, but it really has saved me from smoking like I was, oh, yeah. dude. And this is bullshit. And I don't get how we keep associating cigarettes and vaping at, like they're the same. They shouldn't. And what pisses me off the most is whenever I went to my brother's graduation earlier this year, there was this woman. I was literally outside the door. I was over to the side, you know, just vaping because I had Lily and I had Ruby with me. We was waiting on my parents to get there so we can go in and watch my brother graduate. I'm just sitting there vaping, you know, not thinking anything of it. Blowing it away from the people. Woman walks to my right side. I blow it to my left side where there's no one out. And she just, like, starts waving her hand, coughing, saying, Oh, my goodness, how can you do that? And I'm sitting there thinking, Your husband has a cigarette in his hand. And yet you're complaining about my lemon-scented vape cloud. Yeah, I don't get that. How could that make you cough? I get if you... Maybe if you blew a big fucking cloud vape cloud right in somebody's face being an asshole like that yeah that's understandable but yeah i mean these little motherfuckers out here making their shit that's not getting it regulated making it in labs hey man 
I get you shutting him down. It yeah. sucks because I know a couple of them guys that actually make good shit. But, hey, if that's what it takes, you that's know, to regulate up. it, I understand. Yeah. Because vaping is known, the actual made in the lab, and they do it right. Yep. Five fucking chemicals. How can you act like that that is the same as a cigarette? It's got, like, got 100-plus different bullshits in it. Yeah. And it kills me because we all know this is money money related yeah. and and i don't get it it helps people i mean so that leaves me to believe <clears throat> that the government really doesn't give a fuck about who it helps it's just about oh money there's a lot of money being made in vaping and there's a lot of money being made in tobacco so what do they do they're just going to throw them together okay well if we can tax tobacco like that we'll do the same vaping look it ain't my fault some little 16 year old fucking kid goes over here and steals a vape or somehow manipulates and gets one that, okay that's something his fucking parents need yeah to that's deal a parent with. issue that's not a everybody else issue yeah if if uh, if a fucking store does it shut them down yeah whatever you got to do don't shit on the people that this really works for you know even like with the uh, suboxone subutec that has been known to really help people that do it the right way yeah and, and but they treat it like it's people over here doing pain pills yeah and i know it's because people abuse it but when those people abuse it then we pay the cops to fucking arrest morons that do shit like that so don't go they just make it tough on the people that really really it really helps yeah it really it does and it affects them so shitty because if you go out you raise the prices instead of me buying a new bottle of juice maybe once every three weeks I'm probably going to have to use every bit of that juice and maybe burn my cools up a little bit more just because I can't afford it as much. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, vaping right now, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's, you know, crazy fucking expensive, but but it ain't it ain't something that, like, I can go out and afford to buy just whatever I want every yeah. week. You know what I'm saying? But... If they do this and the prices shoot up, even 10, 20%, that fucks people yep. like me, you know? And, I mean, even somebody like you, I mean, you know, I mean, you make, you know, fairly decent money. It would it could even oh, yeah. affect it, you. It would affect me a lot because, I mean, I use my vape every single day. Every break I go on, I'm hitting that thing five, six times. Yeah. Every time I go outside, it comes with me. So, I mean, my, I go through a lot of coils. I change my coils almost once a week. Yeah. So yeah, and, and it's even been proven time and time again that vaping is a good alternative rather than smoking. There's been a lot of false reports come out. I mean, even on this site right here where, you know, they, they've, you know, proved a, like a doctor on here saying the study cannot determine whether e-cigarettes are carcinogenic are carcinogenic or causing a risk for cancer. Balbo did not elaborate the extent of the DNA damage, only that it was higher than those who do not vape. So you see what I'm saying? There's just a lot of tests, a lot of stuff, and you know, I've even argued this with this one over here. <laughs> Me and my fiance, we've talked about this because she found some backdoor website that, I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying vape, vaping is healthy for you. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, I'm sure it might might have side effects, but it's better for you. It's better for you than smoking. And if it helps you quit smoking, use it to get to quit smoking and and be done with it. You know, that's the ultimate goal. People, I mean, some people it might take longer. I don't know. 
but yeah. definitely guys go sign this uh, uh, sign up for this i'm going to include this in the show notes this is the tennessee one but definitely go sign up and show your support man i mean we can't have these fucking laws passed no we man. can't it affects people like us that want to vape but don't have a lot of money to throw yeah for it. and i'd rather be walking down the street smelling like a random strawberry donut and smelling a cigarette exactly exactly and i, I wish the government understood that all right guys moving on to our highlight of mandar artist of the week letty who you got this week mine this week if y'all like a little bit of comedy with your rap i have the perfect guy for you his name is little dicky yeah great guy he is a great rapper i mean even his freestyles are amazing he can get serious too a little bit about him his name is david andrew bird he was born march 15th of 88 he has associated acts with T-Pain, Fetty Wap, Brendan Urie from uh, Panic at the Disco, Kent Jones, Trinidad James. He's in all around from his like serious stuff all the way to his comedic stuff. I love it. He's got great flow, and he ain't, a rad- he ain't afraid to rap about anything. Oh, his name's Little Dicky. Lil Dicky. I mean, his I mean, name is Lil Dicky. So, but he actually is really good. He is. I mean, I, you we remember that Sway Cipher, that yeah. rap we sing. Oh my God! That is a, yeah, his his ciphers he do, he does is amazing. Three songs for y'all to check out. The first one is called Molly. He does it with Brendan Urie, and it is it's a slower song. It's about his um, he had a bad. I'm guessing he had a bad breakup back before he started getting big. And now he's conflicted with himself because he chose his career over his woman. You know, some people are faced with those damn decisions. Or just yeah. hard decisions in general. Right. It's either do what you love or, you know, go with the person you love. The second song I got for you, it's called uh, Let Me Freak. That's probably one of his more known songs. Yeah, it's and hilarious. It's, you know, basically a guy sounding desperate to hook up with a girl. And then it starts telling a story about how they stayed together and... It's hilarious. I highly recommend it. Yeah, great. Watch song. the music video too. Always yeah, watch the music yeah. video. He puts together some of the best music videos. Yeah, they're hilarious. Um, my last song, it's a "Give Me That Money" or "Give Me That Money" or something like that. It's music video. They literally went to different places and tried to make the cheapest music video possible. <laughs> really? They w- they That's would, awesome. They even showed a little documentary through the song. They used, like, one of T-Pain's music videos while they were recording to the side with just the women and the guys in the cars in the background. (laughs) And it's about, you know, saving cash, which we all all try to do. Those three songs, I highly recommend them. Check them out. They're great. He's a great guy. And all around... Funny as hell. He is funny as hell. Uh, he won't disappoint. No, I mean, he will I mean, not. I mean, there ain't really one song I heard, uh, rap, anything, cipher yeah. that isn't good from him. Yep. I mean, he he's, but he's so funny. He's good. Yeah, he's you know so funny I mean? at it, and he's good. And whenever it comes to the ciphers, <laughs> it's pop up. He kills them every time. <laughs> yeah, go on the Sway show and and type in Little Dicky and listen to that. Oh, yeah. I think he does like two of them. But oh yeah, do you see who you got this week? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Eminem just for the new album. Eminem, I, like I said, I've always been a, a big fan of him. I wouldn't say I'm probably his number one type fan, but I've liked him. I mean, even since the real Slim Shady. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I remember when he came out, I was like, dang, this is interesting, you know, yeah. because we had never seen a rapper like Eminem when he first came out. Oh, God, out. no. And Dr. Dre, man, he never disappoints, man. Dr. Dre, I mean, he's just like a godfather rap. Like, that dude 
the beats he makes, the artists he brings. I mean, dude, he's a fucking legend, dude. And I don't know. I kind of wish we could have seen Dr. Dre when if NWA got back together, yeah. man. That would have just been. I'd have been like me seeing Pink Floyd. It would have oh, just yeah. been memorable to me. But anyway, a little bit about old Marshall Bruce Mathers the Third. Wow, oh, I didn't shit. know that. He he's was born. A third. O- yeah, born October seventeenth, nineteen seventy-two. Damn, I didn't know he was older than me. Oh yeah. But he is an American rapper, songwriter, record producer, record executive, and actor. Eminem is the best-selling artist of the 2000s in the United States. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, exactly. Throughout his career, he has had 10 number one albums on the Billboard 200. Wow. And five number one singles on the Billboard Hot 100 with more than 47 point million albums and 107.5 million singles sold in the United States and 220 million records globally. Wow. He is among the world's best selling artists of all time and is constantly cited as one of the greatest and most influential artists in any genre wow yeah he, he's pretty impressive uh he was ranked him 83rd on the list of 100 greatest artists of all time calling him the king of hip-hop he's up there but i wouldn't say he would that. have to, he's in he's in at least top five yeah i'd say top five but four or five spot I mean, there's a lot of artists that won't come in Eminem. Like, yeah. they know the repercussions of it. And, I mean, I've seen a lot of his old rap battles before he made it to now. I think there was one where he fucked up a little bit, but then he quickly bounced back oh, yeah. and just murdered the guy. But three songs, well, I'm going to say four because I got kind of two here that I was torn on. But first one, Spend Some Time, featuring Obi Trice, 50 Cent, and Stat Quo. This has just been... Uh, and always a go-to Eminem song that I've always liked. It's just real smooth, just real laid back, and I just love, I love everybody's part in this song. Then you got Forgot About Dre. I mean, him and Dr. Dre, two of the most legendary rap duos of all time, and they tear that song up. Last, I, I like the new song Lucky You featuring Joyner Lucas, man. I, I really do. I think he makes a lot of sense as far as mumble rap. We both feel. I, I, just go listen to this song. Oh, You'll will. see what the I fuck I'm saying. Will. And then Superman. How can oh, you not like Superman? Oh, that is one of the best diss tracks. Yes. You call it. Oh. The video is hilarious. It is. That, that's it, guys. But definitely go check out Lil Dicky and Eminem. Well, I'm sure everybody's checked Eminem. I mean, if you, haven't, if you haven't checked out Eminem, what are you doing? Yeah, with what your the life? fuck are you doing? With life? Yeah, <laughs> but, but Lil Dicky, he's he's a guy that I feel like. I mean, he's pretty he's pretty out there now. Oh, he but is. But I think he could be bigger. But all right, let Paging Doctor Douchebag. Who is your douchebag of the week? My douchebag of the week. Well, I didn't have one till I started driving here, and I got to thinking. There was this asshole on a motorcycle who decided just to pull out in front of me, like. It was nobody's business. Here I am going 50 down the bypass. Wasn't even going the speed limit. I was going five under it. And he decides, you know, last minute he's going to pull out in front of me. Well, as soon as he pulls out in front of me, I go to get in the other lane. Guess what he decides to do? Get in the other lane and go to the gas station on the left side of the damn bypass. So not only did I almost hit him once, but I almost hit him twice. And probably the people behind me must have thought I was on something because here I am swerving from one lane to the other back to back. All because of some irresponsible guy on a motorcycle. 
A lot of your douchebags have been driving related. They have been. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not the best driver. Yeah. And I mean, I, I speed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But whenever, you know, motorcycles, I look out for them, especially whenever it's really pretty out. Yeah. Because, I mean, they have nothing to protect them. If I hit another car, at least, you know, they got a shell, something to keep them safe. If I hit somebody on a motorcycle, they're dead. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever you get an irresponsible motorcycle driver it's right in front of you, it's one of the most irritating and scariest moments ever. Because you don't know if they're going to stop. You don't know if they're just doing it to be an asshole. If you get hit, something's getting slammed, you're sliding across the damn pavement. Yeah, I mean, anytime you've seen somebody wreck on a motorcycle that I've known, I mean, they're fucked up. My cousin was in one, and he almost died. He hit the back end of somebody and flew through their damn back windshield. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So, I mean, to the dude, be a little more responsible, please. Don't give people like me very bad anxiety and almost end up hitting you because you decide last second you're going to pull out in front of me while I'm going 50. Let's see who you got this week. His name's Alex Wasabi. He's a big fucking YouTuber. He's got like 11 million subscribers. And if this tells you anything, he's like a best buddy of Fousey Tube. Oh, man. If that tells you anything. While KSI trying to find opponents, he did a poll. And Alex Wasabi was one on it. And he had a video where he was really trying to be the opponent that fought KSI. And he put out, well, hey, I'll tell you what. I'll fly to England. No cameras, no nothing, and I'll I'll spar you. So, of course, KSI's like, all right. And he goes to get everything together. And then Alex Wasabi makes a video talking about, well, I ain't going to get paid from that. I'm not going to get any exposure. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to box you. And KSI's like, well, hold on. Didn't you say no cameras? You didn't yeah. care about money? He's like, I even offered to pay for everything. And then proceeds to tell KSI when he picked Logan, when Logan was the one. He just starts riding Logan's nut. Do you think you can really beat Logan Paul? Starts talking about how he's a machine. He's in the gym all the time. Just being a pussy. Then, to round it off, he put 50000 on the fight, right? Well, then it becomes a draw. Yeah. When it's a draw, you fucking lose. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't yeah. get your money. Yeah, so he loses. And it was so funny because he thought, oh, I'm good. I broke even. I'll get my money back. No. They're like, nope, you lost. To hear him just act all hard and then go to, I'm not boxing you. And then ride Logan Paul. Yeah, for that. Yeah. Alex Wasabi, you're my douchebag this week. Fuck Welcome him. to the club. All right, laddie, what's your Urban Dictionary Word of the Week? My Urban Dictionary Word of the Week is business fabulous. It's when you dress so fabulous at work that no one is on your level. Nice. And, I mean, we, we know some people who do that for yes. no reason yep. at all. The example I got, it's what I got from the website. Samantha. <laughs> we, <laughs> we asked everyone to dress a business casual, but Hannah dressed a business fabulous, and we all feel inferior. Right. Or, you know what, Hannah, you know, you can go to hell yeah. dressing all nice. Like, bitch, put on <laughs> jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah, get on jeans the and a t-shirt line. when you're working in a factory. You don't need to walk around here with your, with your face made up and, a, you know, like your titties showing. Who are you trying to impress? Yeah, I, I never understood that. I don't know. I mean, I get it if you're working with the public to an extent, but I, a factory? I don't see why somebody wears a low-cut shirt in a factory anyway. I always get oil in my titties. It ain't a, <laughs> it ain't a beauty contest. Mine this week is a no cap, which I've heard this word a lot. It kind of means no lie. <laughs> Someone usually uses this after saying an unbelievable statement or asking a serious question and screaming murder in the background. <laughs> That's my daughter. God love her. 
But anyway, uh, the example was Jeremy, am I good at Fortnite? Tyler, no cap, you suck ass, bro. <laughs> and I made that one up. I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm proud of that. Now. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, it's just some of these examples they give. Like, they're either really good or they're just cringy. Yeah, they're really good or they're so cringy that it makes you uncomfortable to read them out loud. All right, guys, now moving on to the new segment with the official name, Sports Junkies. We originally called it Showtime Sports until we realized there's a channel called Showtime with the sports channel, so we don't want to get sued. Uh, But, guys, I'm a huge college football fan. Letty likes college football. Uh, Quick story, Letty had went to Nashville one time. I'd always seen a shirt that I really wanted. It was Fear the Spear. Could never really find a, a good one that, or they were just so high out of my fucking price range. It was ridiculous. But Letty goes and takes a trip to Nashville, kind of brought us all back at work on our line, some presents, and brought me a Fear the Spear shirt. Letty, thank you. I've never forgot that. Still have the shirt, by the way. Hey, you're welcome, man. I remember you saying something about how you wanted a shirt, and I'm like, I hope this is the right team. Yeah, I was so fucking stoked. And I proceeded to get everybody else their shirts because I'm just like, I hope this is the right team. Yeah, It looks like the right colors. You fucking killed it, dude. I was so excited when I seen that. But, guys, week one of college football happened. We uh, have one more game, which is my team, which will be tonight, and I'll kind of update you that. But uh, as my daughter bangs everything around in the house here, I'm going to find these scores, but there was six, not including ours, so we'll say five because my game isn't until tonight. But there was six really just badass games that a lot of people were keeping an eye on. One was uh, Alabama and Louisville, which turned out to not even be a game because oh, Alabama, yeah. number one, smashed they Louisville 51-14, to which I hate Alabama. I mean, our team, we eventually play Louisville actually here in a few weeks. But I fucking hate Alabama, damn it. Come on, Louisville, you're better than that. But Louisville's coming off a, a rebuilding year. They they lost one of the baddest quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, but they're in a rebuilding year, so I didn't really think they would. I didn't think they would get beat that bad, but they did. Oh, yeah. All right, next, we live in Tennessee, so we got to mention this game, which it was a highlighted game. <clears throat> we had Tennessee versus West Virginia. I had seen West Virginia's quarterback, Will Greer, who used to play for the Florida Gators. I didn't realize he – I mean, I knew he was good. I, I don't know why I thought he went to the NFL, but he came back and he, I mean, lit Tennessee's ass Yeah, up. Tennessee got destroyed. I was at Just Jump watching that game, and every time I looked over – like they had the ball and they were scoring. Will Greer was on fire, and if that dude even plays half that way the rest of their fucking games. Oh, yeah. I mean, West Virginia does have somewhat of a tough schedule. I'm telling you, man, that motherfucker played lights out. Now, that I don't know. See, that was weird to me because Tennessee's new coach, but, you know, he is a defensive quarterback. Actually, when uh, Florida State, Jeremy Pruitt's his name, he used to be our defensive coordinator at Florida State that when we won the national championship in 2013. So I thought he would come in, and I thought at least Tennessee defensively would be badass. It was, it was, it was absent, <laughs> no, man. It was no, absent. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. And God loved Tennessee fans. Like my buddy Yeshua was like, they tried to find the good out of it. And I'm I, when you get yeah. beat like that, you got beat bad. Oh, you yeah. can't really – I mean, maybe they found some decent spots in there, but – 
Let's be real. They got they got smashed. Oh, yeah, it was so bad. I was scrolling on my Facebook feed after the game, and um, somebody I'm friends with, she literally had three videos of her dad taking his football stuff outside <laughs> and pouring a damn lighter fluid on it, lighting it on fire, and he goes, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of being made a fool. <laughs> I mean, I know the frustration because Florida State, up until 2010, we got Jimbo Fisher from – like 2001 to 2009 dude we were we were mediocre at best i mean we were either terrible or we'd have like a seven and six six and six type season so i mean they call it the lost decade i mean i know their pain but man that's what i'm talking about i never once would have took my shit outside i know you get mad but again Sports fans are so passionate oh, like yeah, that, they're man. they're so passionate. They'll burn their shit just because their yeah. team lost bad. My Florida State shirt, I won't wash it at all. I, I just wear it game day. Yeah. But, and then I take it off after the game. It's superstition, man. I know how it is, dude. <laughs> Next game was uh, number six, Washington versus number three, Auburn. By the way, West Virginia was ranked 17th. Tennessee was not ranked. I don't know yeah. why I thought Tennessee was ranked. Washington and Auburn. Uh, Washington... SEC, they are a tough schedule. I don't know. I'm an ACC guy, and we have a constant argument with these fucks. I actually thought Washington could take this one, but they end up falling short. Washington 16, Auburn 21. Auburn, man, I'm telling you, Auburn's just a team consistently every year. They stay they stay in the top 25. They yeah. have a very tough defense, uh, very good offense. This looks to me more like a defensive game. Granted, I didn't watch it. We're just kind of filling you in on the highlights. But overall, it was a great game. What I actually did kind of catch of it. The Auburn, man, they're one of them teams, dude. They don't fuck around every year. They're a team that's always on the radar. Next game, uh, one of these teams will actually be an opponent of ours. Actually, one of the games that I'm kind of uh, one of those worry games you have yeah. on your team's schedule, which was uh, number 14, Michigan, versus number 12, Notre Dame. Now, these two have kind of had a back-and-forth little rivalry. It isn't big as, like, let's say, Florida, Florida State. Uh, you know, <clears throat> a lot of the big rivalry tent games, but... Notre Dame ends up pulling away on this one, 24, uh, Notre Dame 24, Michigan 17. Now, this was a back-and-forth game, another good one, one that I, uh, I, I, what I called of it was just a great game. I thought Michigan would have enough to kind of take it, or at least that's what I was hoping, so that would give us a little yeah. momentum going into the game, but they fall short, but... Jim Arbaugh, man, just when I think, man, every year I'm like, he's going to get it together. He's got it. He's a good coach. They unfortunately fall short. And it kind of sucks because you don't really want to start the first game of the year falling short a game because the way to get into the playoffs now with college football, it's like pretty much like you could lose just one game and run the board. And if you win your championship game, make it to it and win it. You could probably still get in, but, man, I'm telling you, I remember at one point in time it was just pretty much like you had to be undefeated. Like, this is a game where, let's say, if Michigan doesn't lose another game, they could still beat a few big-name teams. They they could still bounce back from this. Oh, yeah. I used to think, man, why the fuck are we playing the best teams right off? But if you can play these games, even if you lose just one and you can still beat the good-name team and you get them out of the way – it yep. can kind of help you down the road. Now, granted, if let's say 
Notre Dame goes and uh, they get the shit beat out of them two or three more times, and then Michigan runs the board. And I see that this loss right here isn't going to look as good because Notre yeah. Dame got their ass whipped by three other people. You see what? So it's kind of weird like that. Yeah. We had Miami and LSU, Dramas LSU yeah, team. Yeah, Dramas LSU team. This one shocked me. Look, I hate Miami because they're another. That's another rivalry game for Florida State. So I kind of thoroughly enjoyed this. <laughs> But in a way, I was kind of baffled because I kind of thought, like, hearing all these Miami fans talk, oh, we're going to be badass this year. Well, number eight ranked Miami got their ass whipped by number 25 ranked LSU. Yep. I think a lot of the preseason rankings are bullshit anyway. But I thought Miami would do better than this. Oh, I mean, yeah. technically, they should have won this game, but they, they got their ass handed to them. But, guys, that was kind of – a lot of the games, me and Letty, you know, just the highlighted ones. I mean, we could run down. Another one that I thought was kind of weird, <laughs> Texas Longhorns, dude. I, if you're a Texas Longhorn fan, you, you got to be mad because every year they start out the year with such high hopes. Like this year, they're ranked 23rd, start the year. Then they go and face Maryland. You think clearly they should win this yeah. game. They lose. Yeah, they lost. And Maryland had an interim coach to beat it all. So he isn't even their official head coach. Texas fans got to be angry right now. I mean, they just, every year, they just keep getting disappointed. I, I feel for them. I Dude, really did do. Did you see the damn uh, scores for Ohio State and Oregon State? Oh, God, yes. 77 to 31. 77. Ohio man. State puts up numbers like that, man. They destroyed them. Yeah, you had number two Clemson beating Furman, which, let's be honest, we yeah. all knew that, 48-7. You had number seven Oklahoma over Florida Atlantic, 63-14. Penn State and Appalachian State. This was a game that was actually really close. If you remember back in 2005, Appalachian State upset number five Michigan on a block field goal into the game. They block oh, it, shit. run it back, and one, dude. It was crazy. They almost had another game one upset here. Appalachian State, they've upset a lot of good teams, man. Oh, yeah. they're, they're a better team than people think. Well, guys, let us know. If you watched any games this weekend, let us know who you watched. Let us know. I'm sure there's a lot of angry Tennessee fans out there. I had a guy one time call me a traitor. He's like, you're <laughs> a fucking traitor. That's what he said. Serious. Like, I literally got in an argument with him over there. You're a fucking traitor. I mean, hell, if we all liked the same team, it wouldn't be any yeah, fun. Yeah, it would be you no know? fun. <laughs> You're a fucking traitor. Traitor. You're fucking like traitor. Florida State. All right, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. Now, moving on to the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Guys, we have a pretty interesting one today. I thought, ah, let's throw a little gaming, a little, a little duel of of two gaming empires in here guys and we found two i mean you know fortnite's ruling the you know they're ruling the gaming world right now but there's a we got number two i know the call of duty's number two yeah, i don't i'm not sure but well, guys we got call of duty versus battlefield these are two franchises and uh, i've actually had this debate before with people like which they feel is better this is an interesting one because there's a lot of fans on both man and they're there hardcore is. i mean and one will not play the other oh like, that's how dedicated yeah, that's, yeah there are fans like that out there 
I mean, this is two really passionate ones. Like, you know, I mean, a lot of people's dedicated to Fortnite right now, but I'm telling you, these two right here, they've been kind of going at it for a few years, guys. So we're going to kind of go over which is truly better, which do we like better, who has the most players playing their games. We'll break all this down today in the Thunderdome. Now let the battle commence. All right, guys. So you know how we do on the Thunderdome. We like to do these, find a cool website that kind of compares them both. And usually we have Letty guess, and usually she gets them right. But uh, this is one that actually I thought was kind of interesting because me personally, which one do you like better, Letty? I've played Call of Duty more, so I'm going to have to go to Call of Duty because the only Battlefield that I actually played, like multiplayer, story-wise, I like Battlefield hands down. Yeah. Multiplayer-wise, I'm going to go Call of Duty because I've played it more because the only multiplayer I really played was Battlefield 4. Mm -hmm. And I just did, like, Team Deathmatch, and I'd play Conquest once or twice, and that was some overwhelming shit for me. <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting one, because I feel like it's like, which one did you start on? Yeah. You get what I mean? If you started on Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, you would hate Call of Duty. Oh, it's yeah. been, like, their worst one. But I feel like Battlefield, if they would have kept the same formula from the first Battlefield they came out with... I would probably be sitting here saying Battlefield yeah. all day long. I love the first Battlefield. I actually played it a lot over Call of Duty when it when it came out. But me, I'm all Call of Duty. I love Call of Duty. Until Fortnite, it was my number one multiplayer first-person shooter. But let's let let's look at some. Let's see what everybody else thinks, lady. First one we're gonna start with is quick running gun action. Who do you think wins? Call of Duty, hands down. Hands down, they do. When it comes to quick running gun action, Call of Duty will always take the action. With Call of Duty, you can jump straight back into the action within seconds. The entire multiplayer experience is powered by adrenaline. Most maps are close quarters, and players are given the ability to respawn in and get back to where they died in roughly 10 to 15 seconds. Yep. All right, vehicle warfare. Vehicle warfare, I want to say Battlefield. Yeah, right as usual. See you later. You're good at this. <laughs> if you're the kind of person that likes to drive tanks, boats, planes, and Jeep FPS games, Call of Duty isn't for you. Battlefield, on the other hand, will be perfect. Oh, yeah. That is true, man. They do got some sick vehicle. I'm like flying around on there and Fuck crashing yeah. into every damn body. Yeah. Kamikaze, I, that shit. I remember watching, Do I think Dr. Disrespect played the, the newer one, dude. It was badass. Massive multiplayer battles and maps. I'm going to say Battlefield. You would be correct. Once again, Battlefield is the winner when it comes to massive open map warfare. The multiplayer maps in Call of Duty are always very compact and de designated for quick 1v1 trades between players. All right, next one, weapon choice and customization. Ooh, weapon choice and customization. Part of me wants to say Battlefield, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to Call of Duty. And you would be correct. This was a hard one to decide on, but when it comes down to it, the customization and weapon choice in Call of Duty is arguably better. I, I think they just smoke Battlefield. Yeah, there. I mean, here lately, I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna be going based off Call of, uh, Battlefield 4. I've seen a lot of customization, a lot of shit like that, but you know, when you think about especially Black Ops 2, yeah, I had almost every skin for every gun. Yeah, I mean, Black Ops 4 is about to come. That comes yeah. out next month, next dude. Next month, man. Oh, Black fuck. Ops we got it. We got to get it, dude. We got to get it. Because that's a game me and you, I know, can play. Dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, this sniper rifle they show in the picture on World War 2 is fucking sick. You know, I ain't even played World War 2 yeah, yet. Yeah, that's... I've not played World War 2. I never played Advanced Warfare. They say World War 2 is sick. 
But they say the zombies coming up in Black Ops 4 is insane, dude. Like, the gameplay i seen on it, because, you know, you could play. We could have played the, the beta. Well, yeah, I think you had to buy it, though, right? Yeah, you got to get, like, you got to pre-order it, and you get a code for the beta. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. All right, next one, classes and tactical abilities. Ooh, when I think of tactical abilities, I immediately think Battlefield. And you would be correct yet again. Call of Duty might have the upper hand when it comes to weapons and customization, but when it comes to using tools and abilities that actually make a tactical impact on gameplay, Battlefield is the winner. Story mode. Story mode. Mine, mine goes to Battlefield. This one was a draw. <laughs> it was a draw? Yeah, and I could see that. I could see that I because they both do have good storylines. See, it just sucks for me because Advanced Warfare made me mad at Call of Duty oh, yeah. for so it long. Oh, yeah, it pissed a lot of people off. It did, man. It was bull. Even the pros were like, hey, they're like, you know a game's bad when they have to make another version and call it remastered. But when it comes to the story mode, we found it very hard to make an objective winner between the two. Honestly, both game franchises offer great story campaigns. There have been highs and lows in both franchises when it comes to the story content available, but it's difficult to pinpoint an absolute winner. That is true. I mean, I could see that. Oh, yeah, I really can because, like, the Modern Warfare storyline, I loved it. And then I don't know why they have one called Zombies, and then it says Call of Duty, obviously. Do they even have Zombies in Battlefield? I don't think they do. I don't even know. I guess that was kind of like a a X-Factor type thing. Yeah. So the summary, what are your thoughts? Do you agree with the arguments made for and against both Call of Duty and Battlefield? Do your opinions differ? Let us know. Uh, And that goes to you guys. I mean... We both love Call of Duty. I've just been a Call of Duty fan, God, dude, since the earlier versions. I think like a lot of people, when Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3 came out, I think that just kept... Well, a lot of people may say Modern Warfare 2, but I th- oh, yeah. for me, Black Ops 3 catapulted Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Uh, for me, Call of Duty, my first uh, gaming multiplayer experience was Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. And... One game mode that I fell in love with was Infected. Yeah. Playing yeah, infected. infected. I mean, if you were able to keep it going, it was one of the most nerve, nerve-wracking, adrenaline-pumping game modes, even if, say, I chose to hide one time. You'd see boots running back and forth, and you're just like, please don't find my hiding spot, because yeah. once somebody in the lobby finds it, if you guys get the same map again, you're fucked. And I love that. I love when your heart's racing and you're oh, fucking yeah. like you're on the edge of your seat. That, to me, makes for a good multiplayer video game. Yeah. I mean, you want competition. You don't... I, I don't want to just walk through people. I want to be competitive. I love the competitive aspect of these games, dude. And, and, it, and, and video games have evolved. Oh, yeah. Completely. And if you could make it in Xbox 360 chat of any of the Call of Duty games, especially Black Ops 2, you have some of the thickest skin ever. You damn right. Ghosts, I'm telling oh, you. Man. Them motherfucking God. They would de- devour you. You sit there, make one bad play. Guess what? Your gamer tag's getting yelled out. You're getting called everything in the book. They're telling you how much you suck. Calling your mother a whore. Yes. It, nobody's <laughs> I mean, safe from that. Uh, these little 12-year-olds are ruthless. They talk some major shit to oh, me. Oh, yeah. And now, like, game chat, party mm. chat. It's not even like that anymore. Oh, no, they, th- oh, no. They still, these little motherfuckers will still talk shit. But it's weird because, like, on Fortnite, especially Xbox, man, you'll get a lot of people that don't even have mics. Yeah. Like, it sucks. I mean, I don't know how it is as far as PlayStation and 
I mean, I play a lot of people on PC talk, but as far as the Xbox, dude, you don't, I mean, you might play five games, maybe one or two people may actually, I mean, and you get, you know, if you do squads, you have four people on your team, you can do duos, it'll be you and one other person. I mean, a lot of the times they just don't have a mic. I, I hate that. You got to have communication. Oh, yeah, and that was one big thing on Battlefield when I played it, especially when I played Conquest, because those maps are huge. And that's, I guess that's the reason why I thought it was so overwhelming. Because me, I like close quarters. They're team deathmatch. I'd put it, it's really close for me <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to decide. Because it's fa- it's about as fast-paced as Call of Duty. You spawn in, and if you're not used to the controls, you're getting devoured. Hey, look, it ain't a, it ain't a landslide. Oh, God, I mean, no, Battlefield, it's not. Battlefields, they're hanging, they keep making games. They're not doing that just for fucking fun. I oh, mean, no. they're, they're a well-liked company, and... They got a lot of passionate fans on both sides, and I love it because they're both dead loyal. Like, you won't get a yeah. hardcore Battlefield fan will go play a fucking oh, Call of Duty Oh, they will not game. touch a Call of Duty. You talk about <clears throat> Call of Duty, and you're just inferior to them. Yeah, that's why I love gaming. I mean, it's just, it's a game. Like, you can't be considered a fucking loser anymore because you play video. I mean, people are making, and you heard those figures just from that Fortnite oh, yeah. tournament. There's been other tournaments way before this, maybe not... I think Fortnite is probably pays the most. I mean, just the figures I've seen. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Call of Duty's had tournaments for fucking years. They even have now uh, a championship where you get a, a fucking gold ring or a ring at the end oh, yeah. of it, you know? I mean, so that's, I don't know. That's ga- I love where gaming is went. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Now we're on to the favorite time of the show. It is been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it is been one of them motherfucking days. It's that time, guys. It's time to have a rant. Fucking rant. All right, guys. Today we have a very interesting rant. One that uh, was sparked by uh, an old whore and a well, she's pretty much <laughs> an another whore. old whore. A couple old whores. Uh, but these two are actually uh, one is a so-called friend of my fiance's, another one my fiance thinks was a friend, but this old bitch is just a snake in the grass. But today we are going to rant about gold diggers. Gold diggers. I, and, and guys, let me state this right off: this applies to d- dudes too. Oh, yeah. It, it isn't just women. Guys can be gold diggers just as bad, and I've experienced a couple. Yes, hey, they're out there. I, I'm not sitting here because I'm a guy. Hey, I've seen it happen. I have. This rant was inspired, like I said, by these two old bitches, but, guys, this is something that we really, we all know somebody like this. Come on, whether it be drug-related or just some lazy motherfucking bitch or dude that don't want to get a fucking job, we all know the gold diggers. So, guys, let's have a rant. Fucking rant, guys. So, Letty, uh, let me give you the breakdown of, of this rant of what led to it. So, this old bitch, she's probably, I'm gonna say, in about her 50s. Damn. My fiance originally knew it's an older fella. Uh, a lot of the times, it's a, it's either it's vice versa, like a young girl oh, with yeah. an older dude, or vice versa. Anyway, this woman. Pretty much is using the fuck out of this guy. See, my fiance knew the older guy, and she eventually got with her, and my fiance ended up knowing her too. I know her because of her daughter. I went to school with her, and you know shit. But anyway, this old bitch is pretty much using this guy. Now this guy had brain surgery, okay? Yeah. He came out of it. He's fine. But she'll sit there and act like like he can't function right, what and the he fuck? just yeah, like it's ridiculous. And so pretty much. 
clearly she's using this guy. Oh, she's yeah. constantly stealing from him and blaming it on somebody else. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that come around this place. Yeah. And you can just tell, like, when my fiancé tells me the shit, these stories, the first thing that pops in my head, that bitch did it. Yeah. Because you, you're not stupid, you know. I had got into it with her because pretty much my fiancé had borrowed some money off of her, right? Yep. So she goes to pay her, but my fiancé was going to go by her mom's house and then go over here, right, to her house. Yeah. Well, right now, you know, we don't have our phones on. We just, if we have Wi-Fi, we can call because we're going to eventually switch to another phone provider, but... So pretty much this bitch goes, is texting a number that my fiance called her from, which is one of her other friends that she works with. And pretty much she keeps blowing her friend's phone up. And she's like, look, dude, you know, I haven't seen her. Yeah. She hadn't fucking seen her since she called her. And when she called her from her phone, it was like a day or two before that. And this bitch goes, I fucking knew I shouldn't have loaned that bitch money. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I got, I fucking realized I had that old bitch's number. So I messaged her. I'm like, look, she's going to come by and fucking pay you. Anytime she's borrowed from you or your, you know, old man or whatever, yeah. she's always paid y'all back. And you don't need to be calling her a fucking bitch. Oh, she's no. always paid y'all back. That's fucking bullshit, dude. Yeah. She goes... Well, uh, I I didn't call her a bitch, and I don't call any of my friends bitches like I would know that. Like, I could fucking verify that. You know, I didn't even know she had friends. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, and then she goes, it's none of your business. Wait a second. It deals with your fiancé. That is your business. Thank you. And I'm thinking, okay. (laughs) So so then that's what I replied. Yeah. It's my fiance if you're disrespecting her like that. And now keep in mind what I said to her, that wouldn't generate that type of a response. Yeah. So then that pissed me off and I'm like, okay, look, dude, first off, that's my fiance and when it comes to her, that's my business. You would do the same for your you know, old man. And that's all I said. I didn't say fuck you bitch or nothing like that. This bitch sends me a message saying you need to get a job and help talks about helping my fiance, which clearly, if you know, I do that. Oh yeah. And I'm thinking, bitch, we've known you to work one place, and my fiance has known this woman for years. Yeah. Now she doesn't have nothing in this. This is clearly me. I was like, bitch, you you've worked one job. Who the fuck are you? You sitting over there using this poor old man. You know he he had brain surgery, and he you know he he's not like mentally handicapped or anything. He you know I'm sure certain things he yeah. can't. And she's clearly using this guy, okay? And that's it. And then the other chick is this chick that my fiancé works with that claims she's her friend, and she's basically doing the same thing to this guy. Hell, this guy had a heart attack. She was more worried about going out and finding pills and shit like that. And this dude's laid up in the fucking hospital having to borrow money off people because she's spending up all this dude's money, going and having to beg money for his light bill and shit. It's bullshit. It just angers me, man, because I've seen a lot of good dudes and women get shit on by these people. Oh, yeah. Um, I've had personal experience with two. I mean, yeah, I was in a low place in my self-confidence and shit, so, I mean, I seen it, but I basically allowed it to happen. First one was uh, my ex. He, uh, the reason I left him was because one night, he worked four days a week. He worked night shift. He had a job, but whenever we moved in together it was basically out of i needed a roommate and it's basically a desperate move i mean yeah we'd only been together for a couple months 
already living together. I knew it, I knew it was a bad move, but like I said, I was desperate and I needed help with bills. He had a job, and you know I helped him get a car. He paid me back for that. He really didn't have to because I was just putting the money towards the bills to pay. About two weeks, this happened to me almost every other night. He would call me. I wouldn't hear from him all day. He'd call me at like my 12 o'clock break and ask me to get him a pack of cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Oh, was that the guy you were with when I first met you? Yeah, when you first met me, him. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a loser. Yeah, uh, I'd sit there, wouldn't hear from him all day because I'd be like, I wonder if he'll text me first because I started noticing he's getting more and more distant, but I would always be the one to text him first. Yeah. Yeah, I'd get calls after pulling 10 hours saying, hey, babe, can you pick me up some cigarettes? And I'm like, you haven't checked on me all fucking day, and you just got paid. Where the fuck's your money at? Yeah. He would be like, well, I went and did this and this, and I'm like, you do know we need food for the house. Yeah, I might be making more than you, but I pay the majority of the bills. least you can do is support your own fucking habit and, you know, get some shit for the house every now and then. I mean, groceries at least. Yeah, Clean groceries them up. Yeah. at least. Pay the damn $40 water bill instead of me having yeah. to do it. Yeah, that's not asking a lot. Oh, no, and his, his biggest thing was... I've never lived on my own before, and I'm sitting there thinking, I've been on my own since I was 15. I moved out of the house at 15. Yes, I moved in with my baby daddy, but I still helped around the house. Anytime they needed help, all they'd do is ask me. I did it. I at least tried to keep the house looking nice. Yeah. I don't get why people act like they're this big, independent person, but then when something like that happens and they get called out on it, all of a sudden they just don't know how to do this. Or, oh, I was never shown this, you know. Like, motherfucker, you know right from wrong. Anybody knows 101, when you move out on your own, you got bills. Yeah, you got bills, number one. Rinse, number (laughs) one. Lots and water, or they're both two. I think uh, my fiancé's dad originally, because... I was going to school, and granted, I would get money, but it would be every four months. But what probably, like, she would have made, or even me at the time, I would get that back on my financial aid in those four months. So, granted, I wasn't getting paid every week, every month, every two, whatever, but I would basically get that back and just pay up all the bit. Well, I remember my fiancé's dad originally, before he would finally see that I would work and everything, he he thought that I was using her. Now keep in mind, she's like you know only making like two hundred bucks a week, and I'm like, dude, really? I'm sitting here, I got a car for us to get around and everything. I'm like, really, dude? Just because, yeah, of course, you know, a man needs to work and shit, but don't act like I got money coming in. Oh, I yeah. can understand if I didn't have nothing, wasn't trying to get a job and just sitting over here taking money. You know what I'm saying? But come on, dude, if you ain't a motherfucker that's you know, worked like let's say she's fifty, sixties, and she's worked twenty years. You, you really nothing that was said called for that. Oh yeah. And I actually got mad at my fiance. Like you can't tell these type of people because she'd get mad at me. Well, this is why. Yeah. Because what is the first thing she threw at me? What you went and told her. That's why you can't tell certain people shit like that. Oh yeah. And these fucking people kill me because it's like they would rather sit over here and suck off somebody else. And it's usually some poor, lonely old guy or old woman or and just sit here and shit on them. And when they all they're asking is for material shit and they're not doing the typical relationship stuff. Yeah, they're using you. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't be in denial. That's what's happening. Oh, yeah. And I've been used before, too, man. I mean, granted, I've never been a dude that's had a lot of money, but come on, man. You can be used for whatever it may be. The My second instance, I was basically someone's sugar mama for two weeks, and I could see it was happening because, I mean, me and him, 
We met on Tinder. I mean, go ahead. I know. Tinder. Slut shame me. I swiped right, and (laughs) damn it, we met up, which this was the second time we had met up. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he got there, I found out I was a rebound. But then me and him started talking a little more serious, and then he started asking for more shit. Mm. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm basically a sugar mama, which I was getting. I was getting stuff in return, but it wasn't money-wise. And then once I stopped getting that, I, I... kicked him out of my fucking house so he was trying to fuck for a buck yeah he basically fucked for a buck and then once the fucking stopped i just kicked him out i was like no man i was like listen i was like this isn't healthy for me it's not good for my mental my mental situation right now and i guess a a downward slope for a couple weeks then hell i bought him the wrong kind of cigarettes and he got upset and my sister went off on him i mean and people can sense that i mean i used to be a little fucking asshole and I, I run across a couple girls like that. I mean, one girl kind of pissed me off, and then I just started doing it on purpose. But I, at the end of the day, it was a shitty thing for me to yeah. do. And it, it didn't get out of hand. It wasn't like a long thing. Yeah. I mean, it was just like a little weak fling or whatever. But yeah, the I mean, point it, is, it's not right. Oh, it's not right. you using people for money. They're out there working their ass off. They come home from work if you're there, and all of a sudden you're just like, I want to go do this, this, and this. And they look at you and like, I mean, I just work 10, 12 hours a day. I don't want to do anything. And you get mad because they ain't spending their money on you because you've been in the house all day. Bitch, get a car. Get your license. Go do something. No one's telling you to stay there. Yeah, look, when when I I was being a piece of shit and I decided to turn my life around, dude, I was sitting out in my mom's house in the middle of fucking nowhere. I just did bitch work to kind of let let me have a place to stay. Then I signed up for school. And with my first school check, I got a car. Then me and Darcy met, and it just went on from there. And I, if my broke ass could do it, dude, I didn't have a car. I didn't have my fucking license. I didn't have a job when this happened. And I, I did it on my own. I'm sorry, dude. I just can't feel sorry for people like that. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't understand why you wouldn't want to have things in life and say that you got them. Not, oh, hey, this old guy I'm fucking using or this old one or whatever it may hey, be. See this new truck? He got it for me. Yeah. No, I don't want that shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm 22, about to be 23. I own both my vehicles. I pay the insurance on them. I pay my rent. All my bills are good. Granted, yes, I do have a roommate, but anytime she's slacking, all she's got to do is let me know, and she knows for a fact I'm right there to help. Yeah, that's the way it should be. It just sucks when it gets to the point to where they're fucking these people over and costing them things. Oh, yeah. You know, like the chick that works with my fiance. You know, it's like she'll just sit here and act like she's just so much better than everybody. And, like, ask these questions to people that are just so disrespectful, like her shit don't stink like, bitch, yeah, you may be working, but you are, every time this dude gets a dime, she spends it up or spends all her money up. You're still a fucking gold digger, bitch. Oh, yeah. Just because you got a job, that doesn't mean. No. You, you you're know. taking his shit, too. You're basically doubling your money or maybe tripling, depending on how much this guy makes. And exactly. you're just using them. Yeah. I mean, you're using them for his money. I don't know. That's just something I can't stand it. I don't know. Letty, what you got in closing? I mean, women have made a bad rap for this shit. And it pisses me off so much because I know a bunch of hardworking women, myself included, that go out there and bust their ass. And now a bunch of people are start, starting to see, you know, guys are gold diggers too. Yeah. If you got one in your life, kick them to the fucking curb. Bring yeah. up the fact that, hey, my hours are getting cut or do some shit like that and see what they do. Yeah. If they right. get hesitant about getting a job, 
kick them to the fucking curb. They're no good for you. Yeah, that's it, it's that simple. All you got to do is say something like that or just slack off buying them stuff. See oh, how yeah. they act. Or, I mean, pretty much if all they're asking is material shit, I mean, you're not an idiot. You know what's going on. And you don't need somebody like that in your life. You should have somebody that would want to share in 50-50. And, and that's how it should be. And oh, yeah. I was actually with a, a girl that was appalled when my mom said that like a relationship is 50 50 she was 50, like 50. are you fucking kidding me what's mine is mine and you're i'm like well no. <laughs> here's another botch relationship <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man that's just how we feel about it, guys this was just something that infuriated me and as well as letty because she's had it happen to her we've i mean i'm sure we've all kind of been suckered oh, yeah. by some fucking leech like that but i don't know these two women especially it pissed me off and it's just something that I hate for these people because nobody deserves to be used like oh, that. Oh, nobody doesn't. I've just seen it happen. I know a guy that did it to a guy, cost him a house that his family had had since the 1940s. That's some bullshit. It cost this guy $125,000. Jesus. Yeah, man, it was fucking bullshit. But anyway, guys, that's going to conclude episode 19. Happy Labor Day. We hope you all had a great weekend. Hope you enjoy college football. Let us know on the segments this week. Give us your input. Do you like Call of Duty or Battlefield better? Did you watch college football? Have you listened to the new Eminem album? Let us know who your highlighted band or artist of the week is. All that and more for the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, if you can't say anything nice, we will gladly say it for you. We out. Peace. Deuces.